Win some, win some, win some, win some, the crowd chanted. We were in a hotel ballroom in Chantilly, Virginia, part of the vast Northern Virginia suburban sprawl. The hour was so late, it was actually the morning after Election Day. Our newly elected governor's team had planned the order of show with my team. You will speak for a certain amount of time. You will move to stage right. The governor will follow. What do you want for your entrance music? Yes, we'll cue it up. They were very professional, extremely organized. But it's election night. Nothing goes as planned. You can throw the script away because that crowd is going to take you where it takes you. I gazed out at those gathered. The room was packed, and then in the back was a large riser jam-packed with cameras. The media was out in force tonight. Most of them had probably thought they were going to broadcast a series of concession speeches since the governor and I are elected separately, but we were about to give them a different story. I'm at a loss for words. For the first time in my life, I began. We love you, called a female voice from the crowd. I love you too. I raised my arms in the air, trying to hug the crowd somehow in a metaphoric way, or at least show my equal excitement. Or, a male voice shouted. My husband, Terry, who is standing beside me, echoed it. I recognized the meaning of the shout immediately, of course, and up went one of my fists to bump the air. Or, I called back, Marine Corps. More cheers from the crowd. Motivated, dedicated. Then it was time to get back to the task at hand. I was standing on the stage for victory speech. I had on this evening been elected the lieutenant governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia in the good old USA. It was a night of firsts. I was Virginia's first female lieutenant governor. I was the first black female elected statewide. I was the first female immigrant lieutenant governor. I was the first female veteran. But as much as I appreciated achieving these milestones in my home state, my chosen and much beloved Commonwealth, I was not here to exult in accomplishments. I was not on that stage for me. I was on the stage first for God, for the Lord and Savior who had guided me for so long, shored me up, shown me the way, answered so many prayers, given me the occasional sign, and just as importantly, had told me, no child, no in the most certain, undeniable manner. I was here for my God and because of my God first and foremost. But I was also here for the people of Virginia. You see, I had not been elected to be the lieutenant governor of the Republicans in Virginia of the independents and Democrats who had voted for me. No, I had been elected to be the lieutenant governor for all Virginians. My two reasons for being on the stage were joined hand in hand. I had been presented with victory by the Lord so that I could assume that responsibility. That was what he required of me. Nothing less than my best for the people I was elected to represent. Virginia has the oldest legislature in the new world. It is the birthplace of George Washington. James Madison put forward the Bill of Rights based on the Virginia Constitution. Virginia had also been a slave state. Yet, here I was, a black woman, elected to be second in command in the former capital of the Confederacy, and an immigrant at that. 
Washington, Jefferson, and Madison might not have envisioned this could happen, but I think they did. Those documents they left behind proclaim as much. The Constitution, conceived and shepherded by a Virginia boy. The Declaration of Independence, written by a Virginia boy. The father of our nation, a Virginia boy. I am proud to stand among them. I am a Virginian.